again, again, I try, I try. <laughs> Don't you be a man if it's over. Uh, I forgot what she said after that. Uh, uh, if you don't want me, then don't talk to me. Go ahead and free yourself. If you don't want me, then don't talk to me. Yeah. Ooh. Go ahead with someone else. Yeah. That's my Fantasia. <laughs> Just scream with a whole bunch of uh, vowel. Uh, uh, I mean vowels. Just scream with a whole bunch of vibrato in there and, and growl a little bit. Yeah. A growling vibrato. A growlado, if you will. Start the show, sweetheart. <laughs> you can go ahead and start the show, man. Yeah. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of Wake It Bake We Be Mo. Yeah. Okay. You had to put a little growl out on there. Um, this is your solution baked podcast. This is your chance to explore all the sectionalities and intersectionalities of blackness as we try to find the new blueprints and the new interpretation of what it means to be black in today's society. I am your analyst for today. BMO, make sure we're saying good morning, a loud, resounding, typed in good morning to the to the to the 808 of my sad boy uh, hip hop, the producer of the show, world renowned lady of the house. Make sure we're saying good morning. Ma, 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 ma. <laughs> good morning to you, sweet thing. Again, welcome back to the show. I want you to think of us like a Howard Stern meets Tom Joyner with a frussy roll blunt. First thing in the morning, we want to give a quick shout out, a huge shout out, not even a quick one. We want to give a huge shout out to this month's sponsor, Street Lawyer Services. Okay, make sure you go down to SLS DC or visit Street Lawyer Service DC on Instagram, I-71. Get your uh, gifted products there get a hundred dollar coupon off of some legal services that happen to get niggas out of trouble so if you happen to be some legal problems and you need a blunt go on down to street lawyer services they can hook you up also want to give a quick shout out to our network the w washington and former bridge shout out to the wi bridge dc at wi bridge dc or wi bridge dc.com there's been a new issue of the bridge came out that could teach you how to vote in DC, who the candidate, who the candidates are, who should be voting for. I myself, although I'm not in DC, I myself will be rooting for Trayon White for mayor. I like my mayors under five feet, and I'm voting also, if I could, for my main man Marcus Bachelor, who was out here shaking his tail feather trying to get people to vote, and that's the type of carrying on I need from my young politicians. Can you shake that thing? And can you also give driving, riveting advocacy speeches in front of Capitol Hill? We appreciate you, Marcus Batchelor. We appreciate you, Trayon White. You remember the, the guy we saw on the train? Oh, yeah. I forgot his name, though. Jermaine something. Jermaine somebody from the train asked, <laughs> has forced me to ask myself again, will we ever have a poor president? Yeah. We were on the train. We were going to Hannah's yeah. birthday party. Mm-hmm. And a young man was on the train. Uh, I think he was a, uh, a home uh, insecure indiv- individual. Uh, housing insecure individual and uh, he was giving his political speech on the train yeah. and to which he said two things he had a mic too. Uh, he, had a mic. Yeah. Uh, he said he just got the mic too yeah. um, he had two parts of his platform that he presented actually not bad right. uh, one platform was he's going to make the metro free for all DC residents for a year, a year. Mm-hmm. he said the metro already not making money mm-hmm. uh, and DC residents already skipping it so he might as well make it free for a year right. and then he said he wanted to give a five thousand dollar stipend to every business mm-hmm. to help them pay rent that's something now what the young man probably don't know is that's probably like 
maybe a month. But <laughs> but it's still a pretty good in uh, pretty good idea as it comes to a very socialized a very socialized platform. Very interesting that that the 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 people who are most insecure are looking for a form of socialism. Hmm. Hmm. Mm. Anyway, we got a great show for you today. That was not one of the topics. We're going to talk about three things this morning. But as always, if you want to donate to the show, if you want to put a little something, something on it, go to BeMoreAuthentic.com backslash Durant to become a Wake and Bake with BMO Patreon Night. We actually do have some original content on there already. Um, or if you just want to put a couple of dollars on the show in general, that's cool too. I'm not going to tell you how much it takes to, 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 to create the show, but we could always use a little financial assistance, if you will. Uh, and with that being said, we're going to go ahead and get into the show. We got some great topics we want to talk about this morning. Um, it's always interesting to me how, you know, if I if I had posted some of these topics, I don't know if that had been exciting enough to get people to join on. Um, anyway, that's that's a completely different tangent. We have three topics we want to talk about this morning. One of these topics, uh, we want to talk about black women committing crimes on the Internet. I think that's the first topic. Uh, another topic we want to talk about is... Um, What's the other two? Lord have mercy. Uh, Dr. Umar and... We'll have a conversation about Dr. Umar Johnson and last one was what now? Different World. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and today, and today we want to do one of my favorite things, which is analyzing, uh, some doing some critical media analysis of an anthropological resource, which is Dwayne and Whitley from... Um, a different world. We're definitely going to have that conversation. Maybe, maybe later. House and I will get into a disagreement and make it real spicy for you niggas out there. If not, it'll be a line. It'll just be another great show of Wake and Bake. We it be. You can always catch the full screen version on YouTube and Twitter if you want to see what's going on in the corners. Because I'm telling you, it's it's blueprints happening over here. Yeah. I don't know if the people can. I don't know if YouTube. All you've seen is my hands do this, but there's blueprints happening on both sides over here, and you can step away from your phone. You know what I mean? You can yeah. put it on your TV, put it on the, put it on, uh, uh, turn your turn your phone around, and put it on your Bluetooth speaker. Like this, this is too many different ways. Mm-hmm. If you can, I mean, so you don't got to be on Instagram all the damn time, yeah, as as we coming from Instagram. Um, but let's talk about. There's been a. Play the waiting to Excel clip. There's been a trend I'm seeing on the internet, and I'm actually wondering, have the girls seen, as the white women have taken over the language, have the girlies seen waiting to exhale? I'm seeing these violent crimes on the internet, and it's reminding my old ass that black women um, sometimes, okay, here's what happens. When violent crimes happen in America, which it seems like three or four times a day, or more than that, actually, when violent crimes happen into America, what happens is we have this conversation about men's mental health and men and violence. And while that's true, because I think it's like 96% of all violent crimes is men, which is crazy. And 100% of mass shootings are men, right? So when this happens, like we we do this thing where like we do this thing where like we say, oh, it's either or thinking, right? We say men are violent, so therefore women must be docile. Mm-hmm. Uh, Will Smith out there setting boundaries for his respect, therefore Jada must have no boundaries for her respect. But I'm seeing a recent trend online that I think is reminding you niggas and nigglets and non-colored people um don't fuck with black women there has been a there's been a specific type of black women that i've had experience with myself that we'll talk about at the end of this segment if i'm not feeling too triggered there's a particular type of black women who has already set their boundaries already set they set set their parameters for respect and these type of women should not be fucked with hit the waiting to excel clip because i don't know have the have have you seen the scene in waiting to excel I don't know what scene you about to play, but I think so. <laughs> Let's get it. Angela Bassett, take it away. This motherfucker is psychotic. I bet you there's serial killers less anal. Yeah, white woman's probably the only one who tolerates your smug ass. Yeah, I was your white woman for 11 years. Oh, 
started that damn company without me. Hell, I want my ass off. I mean, I got a master's degree in business, and there I was, his secretary, his office manager, and his computer. No, Bernadine, you can't start the catering business this year. Why don't you wait a few years, huh? Yeah, don't start it right now. Wait one, two, three years. I need you to be the fucking background of my foreground. On Thursday, we talked about soft life and uh, the clean girl aesthetic, mm -hmm. right? And and I was making the point on Thursday that it is no coincidence that in a time where women are being attacked the most, there is a trend about being docile, soft, clean, unbothered, almost like an attack on strife, if you will. Mm -hmm. And while I believe that black women deserve peace, I don't think peace comes through silence and well, pure silence and pure submission. I feel like there's gonna be have to, there's gonna be times where you're gonna have to fight. Yeah. And the reason why I want to have this conversation about black women and violence is I feel like two things are happening right now. Um, one, uh, one black women are committing these same crimes that we're seeing from these films in the '90s, from Waiting to Excel, in real life mm -hmm. and on the internet. But is instead of following the sneaky or the uh, or the ownership path or the or the way that averted the police in the past. Now it seems to be getting them caught up directly. Play the second clip, because we've seen another Angela Bassett in real life. Have y'all the people seen this clip? Have the people seen it? What you get when you mess with a This is what you get when you mess with a I'm not a Don't fuck with me. Don't fuck with me. That's what you get when you mess with some heart. When you mess with somebody's heart. Look at that Oh, your Xbox is gone, babes. That bitch is broke. Everything, you have no technology, no anything. So, next time you try to... Ooh, I hate the bitch that's finna come in here. Because, baby, it ain't gonna be no sort of entertainment in here, babes. You better have the bitch clean all the shit up. Oh, I didn't got the shit on fucking shoe. I'm gonna clean it with his toothbrush. Clean it with his toothbrush. Mm-hmm. As I
So black women are committing these crimes on the internet. And um, uh, what's interesting is the last clip is actually a reenactment of an actual situation that happened in real life. A 40 year old woman caught her man cheating, threw his mother's ashes into the river. He then pressed charges. She got charged with a misdemeanor looking to a year in jail. But um, I don't think she cares. <laughs> Although her picture is sad, I believe in the moment she th she thought she did the right thing. I just wanted to I just wanted to take a minute today after our episode on Thursday talking about the clean aesthetic and the soft life and this very docile depiction of women. And I think I just need to remind you niggas. I don't think it's that. I don't know. Uh, I, I don't think I don't think we're dealing with uh, an intersection of people who, in real life, are not setting the boundaries for their respect, and thus not inf enforcing those boundaries to their respect. I think it's a trap mindset to believe that men hold the keys to enforcing how to respect themselves. When we have a clear history, <laughs> we've seen the myth in Angela Bassett that was waiting to excel. I'm, and I'm still curious how many black women today have seen waiting to excel. Because I always thought that was the blueprint for black women right there. I thought the whole movie was just how black women are supposed to work. Maybe I need to reevaluate how black women work after after realizing this movie old as hell. This movie like 30 years old. Thanks, we are. Well, <laughs> the movie's 30, not that it's old. Oh, goodness. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I just wanted to, I wanted to remind niggas, it ain't sweet out here. Watch your back. Treat people with respect. That's all. Ain't no hooping and hollering. That's all I got. You got any thoughts? What are your thoughts about these violent women on the internet? <laughs> Do you um, see a place for this violence? Do you know I'm a victim of this type of violence? Yeah. Have I told you my stories? Yeah. I told you about my polos? Yeah. <sighs> I tell you why that happened. No. So I, I used to date. Uh, I don't even know if I want to call her crazy. Let's just call her unhinged. Yeah, unhinged <laughs> and emotionally uh, incompetent at the time. <laughs> okay. Um, used to date this girl. Now, mind you, if I'm examining my own behavior, I was probably a little wild. But when I was in college, I was dating this young lady. We were both in the band together. Uh. One day, I'm, I think I'm an RA at slow at this point. So I'm working the desk. I get off the desk. I get to my room. On my room door are printed out pictures of this these girls' nudes. Mm -hmm. And then in front of my door is like a whole bunch of strips of cloth. And I'm like, what the fuck are these strips of cloth doing in here? So when I walk into my room, there's more printed out pictures of this of this nude and all of my polos have been cut up. The shreds of fabric outside my door were the collars to my polos. And I had a very good collection. It's like 12 polos. Had a green joint, an orange joint, a black and white joint, a blue and white joint. It was beautiful. All the collars outside and inside, all the sleeves have been cut off and it'd been cut down the middle of the shirt. So it was no, there was no justifying this shirt. You want to know what you want to know what the funny part was? You want to know what the hilarious part is? Yes, so back in the day, uh, on the particular phone that I had, it didn't put dates. You would get like you would get a text, and if it had a picture in it, the picture would come separately. So you get the text is one thing, and you would get the picture separately. Mm. The crazy thing about the picture is the picture would go straight to a folder, so it didn't have a date on the picture. Only way you could date the picture is if you aligned it with the text it came up with. Okay. Tell me why these nudes happened a year prior to me dating her. <laughs> so when I'm showing her my phone, I'm like, oh, this is old girl from a year ago. I'm scrolling like I was scrolling. These were buttons I was pushing because mm. I'm that old. I'm here's the here's the text from the girl. She's like, oh, my bad. <laughs> I end up dating the girl again, but that's that's not the point, Bimo. <laughs> that's not the point. These women exist. Watch your six and your shirts 
and treat people with respect. And we got any comments? Same girl tried to run me over too, by the way. Oh, you can't scroll on YouTube? What you mean? You can't like see the older comments. You only see three. Oh. Yeah, they were commenting. Um, Geronimo says, perhaps black women of a different generation use that as a blueprint, but I don't know about younger women. Drew says, I don't condone cheating at all. I've been cheated on, so I definitely understand some of these people, but that doesn't make it acceptable. He said something about a pregnant woman and um, the the man cheated on her, so she spray painted his truck and filled the muffler with foam, but it turned out to be the wrong truck. <laughs> like that, yeah. That remind me from, from remember Barbershop? When that lady was fucking up that man's car. <laughs> and he was like, that's my car! Right. <laughs> this ain't Leon Watson car! Right. No! <laughs> oh! <laughs> My bad. That's what she said too. Right. My bad. <laughs> Drew said, "Damn, Bimo, I thought my HU dating experience was bad. LOL." Oh, and um, sad. Drew, you were there for that. <laughs> you don't remember this, Drew? Do you remember? You don't remember the girl who had painted Lauren's door? You don't remember this? Now, mine just the same girl I broke up with for another girl, and it was very honest about it. And so she vandalized that girl's dorm room door. <laughs> Very dramatic times. Mm-hmm. Very dramatic times, man. Um, Sav was on here. She said, Sane and Soul are checking in. Yeah, right. <laughs> and yes. Uh, I don't remember the rest of the comments. Nice. What, on, on YouTube? Yeah, on YouTube. Oh, okay. Um, Instagram. Don't you be a man if it's over. Jada said, classic scene. Creative Uprising says she lit it up. Uh, Payal202 said when the woman's fed up Carl said I'm calling the police <laughs> Carl said I'm calling the cops <laughs> Marcus said good morning friends good morning Pai- Yeah, good morning. Payal said reality is greater than Instagram OMG waiting to exhale is 30 I think men should stop playing with women's psyche um, Marcus said damn that's effort Jada said unhinged unhinged <laughs> that um, is effort but like hmm I want and, and you you answer this for you answer for all women right now. Answer for all women right now. Okay. Is this type of thing worth it? No. Are you sure? Like in the moment you might be upset. Yeah, sure, but the repercussions are almost always worse than whatever you did. I think about my ex. We broke up. I broke up with her in front of a house party in DC at like 10:30 at night. She left said house party, went all the way home to Maryland, got in her sister's car, drove back to DC, called me outside, ran me over, threw a shed, fucked up her sister's car, and then drove right back to Maryland. <laughs> she had to get something out of it. <laughs> she leaving here with something. <laughs> like she had to get something. Keep you, don't going. Think, you don't think there was a piece of her that maybe felt bad about it after the fact? Man, if you if you knew this girl, you. if you knew this girl, no, <laughs> no, she didn't give a damn. <laughs> no, you said no. Nah, I stayed in my lane. LOL. Akila said, "Wait, run you over? Ouch!" And then Drew said, "Only time I got involved with so much drama was that big girl Paris who kept fighting people." <laughs> I do remember that big girl Paris? You was you was the only one that could handle her, man. Y'all the same height, and Drew six seven. Oh damn. Uh, big strong ass girl. God damn. Hiya said hormones plus emotion equals. The, the emoji with the, the head, with the head blue, yeah. yeah, and then the, the crazy like, eh. <laughs> um, Lord have mercy. Estimation of consequences. Reality is that if a man did that to you, y'all got to fight. If a woman does it, there's no consequences. Um, Payal said, sometimes Jada says it's not worth it, only if there's repercussions. Marcus said, never worth it. Diverse. K. Cox said, hey fam, keep it up. Hey man. Keep up the great work, That's bro. Karen. What's up, bro? Strong Love. ass. <laughs> This nigga Kieran when we was in high school was as skinny as this light pole. I seen him on Instagram this morning. This nigga swole as hell. Yeah. Got the strong chin like motherfucking, uh, what's my man Gaston from Beauty and the Beast. The man got the strong ass face. And he live in Japan. What's up, brother? What's up, man? Hey, what's up? Um, hey, fam. Keep up with the great work, bro. Uh, love and miss you, homie. I see the upgrades. I miss you right back, man. Um, I got to let you know when I'm coming to Japan. He said, kaka. <laughs> that was uh, oh, okay. I told you in high school, we used that's how we used to call out to each other throughout the hall, throughout the halls. We'd be like, ah, 
<laughs> or 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 the old Power Ranger thing. Do, 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 do. And then one of us would just roar like we was one of the Megazords. We was 17, okay? We was having a good time. Uh, we was having a good time. That was 16 years ago. <laughs> I had to act like a dinosaur. Man, I was so stupid. I was stupid and immature. I loved it. Uh, yeah, I said, what the repercussions be? Micah said, I got put out of a dorm in Georgetown at like 3 a.m. pre-Uber. <laughs> Boy, I know your pain. Oh, I know you. You had to convince the taxi people to take, take you back to Howard. And I know they wanted a deposit. Ooh, this was like 07, wasn't it? Ooh, I know it. Damn. He said, walked around uh, Northwest all night till Bama's woke up so I could call a ride. <sighs> Not even the taxi. My man just walked around. <laughs> Uh, Drew said she was built like a refrigerator, and then Kiwa said, "Hi, I leave Paris alone." Yeah, yeah, right. We was, me and Kiwa was talking about Paris last time we had coffee. That shit was hilarious. Um, we all caught up. Okay, cool. Oh man. Oh, Drew said people need to stop cheating on each other. When I was cheated on, the worst thing I did was cuss my ex out, but it didn't make me feel better. Karma got her nasty, but I had a nervous breakdown. Wow. Yeah. All right. Well, we are going to continue this conversation after the break. Um, what are we gonna play? You know, let's play some Jack. Let's get to Jack. Because we uh, we did the show. We did the Crab Shack Live. It was great. Crab Shack. It was what now? It was great. Okay. You, I was about to say we could we could do a review when we come back, oh, but we could do bad. it now. No, we could do it now because we gotta do the we gotta do the uh we gotta do the uh the Gondelier review when we come back. So uh went to Jack's show. Actually you could put the moving flyer up since we didn't use it last time while we're talking about it. Went to hosted Jack's uh, Crap Shack Live, the Crap Shack, <laughs> went to the Crap Shack on Saturday on the 4th, um, saw some amazing musicians, my man Sam C. Jones mm-hmm. and the Sinners with his unlimited range. <laughs> right. uh, I saw my girl Eliza Harrison Smith, mm-hmm. um, comments redacted, <laughs> <laughs> and then I seen my main man, 250 grand, my man Michael Robinson, which if, I be, if, I'm, if I'm being honest... I think that may have been my. I think that been the best time I've seen him perform. I'm trying to think. There was either that or Songbird. That was a really good show. No, Songbird was killing. Yeah. Songbird was killing. I don't know. Those are top two though. Oh, yeah, those are the top last two times though. Right. All right. Right. All right. All right. See, here I was up. on the price going up. Right. And on Thursday, I was like, man, I don't know, man. I don't know about the music thing, man. I don't know, man. Right. I'm so like, man. I'm so tired, man. <laughs> fucking, fucking. Alton Delete 2 comes out and I'm like, damn, this shit pretty good. <laughs> and then I hit them niggas like, hey, how can I how can I invest? <laughs> and then Micah performs and while he's performing, I'm like, all right, I'm not done. <laughs> no, it's crazy because I was really on the couch like, we're fans, like we're legitimate fans of the people we know. Like, mm-hmm. isn't that crazy? Like, I feel like that's how it's supposed to go. Yeah, that's how it's supposed to go. But I feel like niggas feel like the people they hear on their applications on their Apple Music are different. Right. I said that at the show, like, the people who are on the stage are no different than the people you listen to, except they've been granted opportunities. They just had the opportunities and access. Yeah. You know what gets them opportunity and access? Fans. Right. Engagement. Participation. Right. So come on, <laughs> come on! Shit, the lady of the house and I can't be the only niggas out here trying to do something, right? Trying to make some shit shake. But they say I'm not done. Thank you, thank you, Micah. Thank you, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Josh and Deal. I appreciate that. We're not done. Um, but yeah, went to the event, hosted the situation. I can honestly say it is one of the better shows that I've been to in the area. Don't make it out to Virginia much, yeah. uh, but the backyard show that happened at Jack's, uh, and I say this with hesitancy because Jack is a full white man, and I have I have trouble, a full white man. I have trouble giving props and credit to white men, even in the time. But I was sitting, I was thinking about it before I said it. On, on Saturday, I was like, if... Motown had Hitsville, mm-hmm. right? And Goody Mob and Outkast had the Dungeon. Mm-hmm. All the best music that I've known that was made in the area has been made in one or two places. Yeah, Crab Shack Studios or another place. Mm-hmm. So I think we got Crab Shack. I think we got. I think we got Jack, right. who's also out here creating pop and Americana and progressive R and B. Yeah, with a hot top fade. Play multiple instruments. <laughs> right. <laughs> 
and a very Dave Letterman-esque approach to self-deprecation. <laughs> it's funny, but you got to work on it a little bit. You got to tune it up just a little bit. It's funny, though. It's funny, though. It's funny. A suicidal man being self-deprecating in front of his own show and separate celebrating his life is hilarious. This man is happy as hell on the stage. Did not crack one smile. <laughs> Did not smile at all. looks so sad. This was beaming with joy, right. nothing on his face. And his mom was there. <laughs> uh, say hello to my mom. <laughs> Damn, Jack. <laughs> Great time, though. So when right. we do it in the fall, mm-hmm. when we do it in the fall, when I sponsor the joint in the fall, you know what I mean? I need, we got all the old Crab Shack residents. Maybe Jack will let me bring in a new class. You know what I mean? Maybe we could bring in Yaj. Mm. Damn, Graham. How do I <laughs> say goodbye? Anyway, anyway, uh, let's get to this break. Uh, we have this special presentation by some of the Crab Shack, uh, Crab Shackians, I'll say. <laughs> some of the Crab Shackians, including Micah, Patience, Tashira, Jack himself, doing this cover of Mac Miller and Ariana Grande's You Just Don't Know How Beautiful You Are. Even though it's my favorite part. It should be a music video ad. Okay. All right. Uh, and we'll be right back. We're going to roll this blunt from Gifted Curators. We're going to be right back with a little Gonjolier session as we review this week's week. The Great White Shark. We'll be right back with more. Hawaii and Bake, will you be? Hey, Micah sang that joint on Saturday. Did you hear? Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Let's get to it.
Come on back. Welcome back to Who Wake and Bake with B. I had a question in the end of that video. <laughs> Micah said, or you could call him what his mama, God, and the IRS call him. Yeah. Jack Kilby. To which it then, you know, I'm, I'm very I'm a not I'm a non-religious man, which reminds me of a part of the time on the show when Michael was performing on Saturday, he was like, Shout out to God, and that was the most quiet part of his set. Like nobody said nothing. <laughs> like three people clapping. <laughs> Woo! Uh shout out to y'all for shouting out to y'all. Um uh does 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 the did the divine name me the same thing my mother named me? <laughs> Like, does God got a different name for me? Hmm. Maybe so. Anyway, welcome back to Hawaii Make We Be Mo. Yeah. This morning, we are reviewing a wonderful strain of marijuana from our good friends over at Gifted Curators. Gifted Curators is the I-71 shop right in Adams Morgan, right next to where Songbird used to be, upstairs. The thing that they actually sell is art. And maybe I gotta show y'all some of the art next time we come here on Thursday, but the art is beautiful. They do wonderful renditions of uh, marijuana strains. So if you're like a, a a big fan of marijuana culture like I am, it's much more than just smoking weed. I love the whole culture. Uh, the thing that they do that's pretty interesting is they create unique interpretations of what these strains labels should look like. This morning we are smoking on Great White Shark. I don't know if the people can see the the logo there, sweetheart. Am I just doing this in vain? Do people see what it is, or is it just shiny? A little something going on. I'm just. A little, uh oh, nope. hey, no, but maybe if I hit a little, <laughs> no, anyway. Uh, we're spoken on Great White Shark. Great White Shark is one of the premium strands from Get the Curator this week. It is a hybrid sativa, and y'all know I love me a sativa. I'm let the lady of the house give it a good whiff as I give this a good balm light. And we shall be doing our review, our Gondelier review of Great White Shark. Hold on. Recycle, reduce, reuse. All right. <laughs> this smells, um, this reminds me of something from my childhood. I can't quite place it though, but it's fruity. It reminds you something from what type of fruit? Because um, we have established here there are different types of fruits yeah. when it comes to the fruity smell. Not citrus. Okay. Berry? Yeah, maybe like a, yeah, 
like a berry. Oops, all berry? I kind of want to say apricot, but... Apricot? <laughs> Pass me that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe peach. Peach and apricot. Interesting. We don't get a lot of peach-apricot combinations yeah. when it comes to the marijuana. Hold on. Yeah, it does remind me of... It reminds me of orange and yellow Skittles. Yeah. Specifically those two. Oh, wait. No, you're right. It is like a... It's not orange. It's not citrus. Yeah, right. But it is in that field of Maybe like, like pear or something. Fleshed fruit. Yeah. Pear. Yeah. There's something else in there, there too, though. Peach, though. Yeah. yeah. Peach, pear. There's something else in there. Maybe lime. Not lemon. Hmm. Maybe a peach, pear, lime. Of course, with a with a faint hint of cedar. Hmm. It's good though. Yeah, it's good. It's a very it's a very complex smell. I like that. I wonder if the smoke will be the same. Hot <laughs> <laughs> and entertainment. Right. <laughs> Micah said, "Divine crickets." <laughs> Divine crickets. Right. 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 Uh, the lady of the house said something on Saturday. It was interesting. In the middle of this white ass show, all these white people. She said, "Hmm, feels like home." Go ahead, go ahead. It's not okay. It was the combination of being outside, being in nature, and music. And that felt like home. That felt like yeah. Exactly. Not the surroundings of white folks. Yeah, because I said it felt like a hug, right? So okay, as we get, before we, I think Dr. Umar should be next because I feel like we about to get into that. Yeah. I'm wondering. Went to Hand Dogs party. Hold on, let's let's review. Hold on. Okay. Oh my God! I said this last night when we were tasting it. Woo! That's a good weed. Yeah. We went to review some trash so y'all can so y'all can believe that every weed that I smoke is not great. It's because oh, yeah. it's not. Right. It's we not. Some trash. We smoked some trash <laughs> shit before and recently at that, like this weekend. <laughs> This weekend, yeah, I feel like I feel like ether was cool, but if it's too heavy, yeah, I wasn't really a fan. No, but lemon, lemon tree, lemon tree is where it's at. Lemon tree is where it's at. Anyway, um, good burn, good smoke. The smoke is not uh, too heavy. It's not a. Is it a two tone smoke? It is a two tone smoke, but it ain't peak smoke like Dolce and Gabbana. Yeah, this is like blue and. Like I don't know, regular smoke colors. Yeah, regular smoke colors. <laughs> what color is smoke? Is it gray or white? I don't know, child. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Let's get, let's get, uh, I would say if I'm rating this out of 420, I'm going to give it a 405. Okay. I'm giving the 405 out of 420. Um, great smell, great taste. Smoke is good, not great. Um, I will say the 15 points that are missing, I think, are in the effect of the sativa. We smoked this last night. I didn't get a very sativa effect. It does feel indica-ish, but it is labeled as a sativa-dominant hybrid. We're going to finish smoking this blunt. I'll give you a, a post-blunt review, but let's get back into Hawaii and make we be mo. So as the later houses, yeah. <clears throat> Sorry. It was like somebody interrupted me within my body. Huh? What? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> you can be allergic to certain strains, right? You can be allergic to certain strains. I took one hit and instantly started sneezing. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> Still good weed, though. <laughs> the lady in the house over here for the pass out. Uh, <laughs> so, a couple of things happened. Um, actually... Let me let me start it here. We were watching the the father. Yeah. Father is a film right now. It's on Amazon Prime, starring Anthony Hopkins. Hopkins, Hoskins, Hopkins, Hopkins. About a man with a uh, uh, dementia, right? Yeah. And it puts you in the experience of someone who is going through dementia. Makes you feel like you got dementia. Mm-hmm. Now, when I watch white movies. I usually have to put like some type of visual marker on the white women. Cause I have a hard time telling them apart. I, yeah. I have a hard time telling them apart. And from my studies of Asian culture, 
they call that face blindness. That's mm-hmm. uh, something that is that emerging in Asian culture, but it's the thing where people say all oh, Asians look alike. Well, it's not true. Yeah. It's you just haven't been around a lot of Asians, right? Because right? if you spend the times with all different types of Asians, you'd be like, oh, that's clearly a Vietnamese man. <laughs> Clearly that is not a Chinese man, that's a Japanese man. Like you could tell the difference between uh, the two or the several different mm-hmm. uh, intersections that we call Asian. Right. I have not spent time around white people. Okay. Like at all. To the point where uh, I had to really force myself to come up with some racial neutral jokes <laughs> and, and and things to talk about at the show. Yeah. And it made me wonder, oh, and at Hannah's party, Hannah's like one of my best friends in the world. Mm-hmm. I think, well, not I think. Um, when people, when I say that me and Hannah are friends and have been friends from high school, I believe people think that's in a very passive way. In what sense? Like, oh, we went to the same high school. Oh, I might have seen her down the hall. Yeah. No, that was my nigga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and still is. Anyway, so when I see when I see my dog with her friends, and she got white friends, I can't talk to her white friends. I don't know what the fuck to say. <laughs> and I have no idea how to talk to white women. They kind of scare me a little bit. Like newborn babies. <laughs> so fragile. I feel like I'm going to break one if I just, if I say, say too many things. I'm so conditioned now in my head. When I say women, I'm just thinking black women. It's like when I say women, the first 99 people that popped in my head was a black woman, and the 100th person was Japanese. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Um, The 100th person was Lucy Liu. Okay. Anyway, um, we've been doing this black ass show. We've been in this very black ass space. I've only worked with black people for the last five, six years. The last time before that was at After School All-Stars where I got called a nigga in the center house, so I still got a little PTSD from that. Um, It makes me wonder. In real life, outside of the internet, where y'all see me, in real life, am I supposed to not be around, am I not supposed to be around whiteness? Am I supposed to be anti-white? I know the either or thinking gets us trapped up sometimes. And I know y'all see my very black ass out here stomping and praising and building and creating and crafting new blueprints for blackness. Mm-hmm. But if you saw me at the Billy Joel concert, if you saw me singing John Mayer on the corner, if you see me holding hands with a white woman, Would that delineate, would, would that, would that uh, uh, subvert my message? Would that water me down? Would that make me inauthentic? Mm. Play the joint. You got it, you got it. Oh Look at it. Blade. Yeah. So, uh, somebody caught Dr. Umar Johnson talking to a white lady in the mall. Unsurprising to me, but probably surprising to most, this made Dr. Umar Johnson a national trending topic, which means more than 60,000 people were talking about him. Right. Not for revolutionary action, not for something that happened at the school, but for talking to a white woman. Play Dr. Umar Johnson's response. I'm not dealing with the Cherry Hill Snow Bunny scandal. That was cute. That was that was real cute. That was real cute. To those Negro peons who filmed me at the mall, that 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 was real cute, you know. That was worth a few laughs. I was not upset. I laughed at it myself. I was not upset. I laughed at it myself. Any Negro who thinks I'm not going to have interactions with members of other races is absolutely ridiculous. I am a diplomat. I am a statesman. I'm a member of the Revolutionary Pan-African Guard. Yes, I communicate. I conversate. I am well known. I'm extremely popular. Okay, I'm probably the most popular non 
African entertainer in the world. I'll say it again. I'm probably the most popular non-African entertainer in the world, okay? Other than your singers, your dancers, your rappers, your actors, your comedians, your politicians, your moguls, be after that. When you step outside of the world of entertainment, when you step outside the world of Negro entertainment, I'm probably the most popular voice. People want to understand me. They find me unique. What is a man with your credentials doing sticking to the Garvey program? What is a man of your principles doing sticking to the Garvey program? White people want to understand it. Asians want to understand it. Arabs, Mexicans, Latinos, East Indians. They want to understand what makes the Prince of Pan-Africanism talk. No problem with a conversation. No problem with a conversation. Ain't no, there's going to be more conversations. Get your cameras out. Tape them all. Tape them all. Tape them all. Y'all want to discredit me for exposing your snow bunny betrayal of the black community? Y'all want to discredit me for exposing your snow bunny betrayal of the black community? Go right ahead. Go right ahead. Find the European who says she's ever laid with the prince. Go right ahead. Go right ahead. I beat that case. I beat that case. You understand me? I beat that case all day long. Nigga, Dr. Umar Johnson. Call him Dr. Two Times Johnson because he say everything two times. Oh, my goodness. Uh, um... I'm not playing that clip to to show advocacy for Dr. Umar Johnson, but I'd I'd like to remind the people every every so once in a while that we are real people. Mm-hmm. You might see me, you might understand, you might hear inaccurate information. Right. I don't owe y'all facts. I don't know if you thought I did. I don't owe you facts. We are doing the work of analyzing and doing the work of analysis. And as I'm seeing this clip of Dr. Umar Johnson, I'm I'm just I'm wondering what sneaky videotape will be played of me to help discredit the work that we're doing here on the show. And and I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm having. I have hard times with. I have hard times with the interactions with white people because I am out of practice. I have not interacted with the 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 whites. All right, let's get to this last topic. Um, I know we got some comments, but we run out of time. Keep save the comments for now because this next topic is the spiciest of topics. Okay. <laughs> Play the video, and then you know what? Here's what I want to do. Play the video and then ask me the burning <laughs> question for Roja. Dirty drawers, baby? I'm not gonna argue with you, Nadwine. I haven't seen you all week. Lately, I've been feeling trapped. Uh-oh. Lying to the missus. What's up? Really is wearing me out. All she ever does is talk about this wedding, the engagement party, the guest list. Man, whatever happened to just dating? Partner, I'm afraid you've ended all that when you asked her to get married. How would your fiancé feel about that? I hadn't given that much thought. Well, maybe you should. I'm sure she's wondering where you are and who you're with and why you're with that person. She offered to buy me a people. If I were her, so would I. <laughs> <laughs> Last night, I went out with another woman. Wine is saying another woman. Whitley, sometimes I feel like this is going way too fast. Whitley has been my world for the last year, okay? But I've given this relationship my all. I don't know what else to do. But my father says everybody has doubts. Doubts, Dwayne, not dates. You're one and only, Dwayne. 
I don't even want to give no context. <laughs> For the road. Brought to you by Sweetheart. Uh, based on the context of their relationship, do you think they should have stayed together? And or gotten married? I love talking about Dwayne and Whitley. <laughs> uh, one of my favorite television relationships Dwayne and Whitley Corey and Topanga Niles and Daphne <laughs> Seti and Loretta Lavita. excuse me oh, my bad my favorite people and if you pay attention to those relationships you know what they have in common they got power <laughs> they got power I like power um, do I think they should have stayed together here's the interesting thing about a different world um, at this time these two individuals are like 21 right Yeah. now that I'm 33 years old god damn that's what you have to say every time you say you're 33 I'm 33 god damn <laughs> now that I am a middle school student removed from this age no I shouldn't have gotten married that's ridiculous. Hmm. It'd have been ridiculous for them to get married. Right then? Yeah. It'd have been stupid. Both of them, although I think the obvious the obvious interpretation is that our man Dwayne Wayne was not ready. Obvious. I think the less obvious observation is that both of these individuals were filled with faulty expectations, toxic expectations. Which interesting enough is my critique of the Cosby shows. Beautiful depictions, wonderful myths and aspirations, but did they also set toxic expectations? Absolutely. When I posted this clip on my story yesterday, I had about six, seven black women, specifically black women, slide into the DMs, call me, send me voice memos. What happened? No! It's been an hour? Yeah. Okay. Um, I've had several black women call me, send me voice memos, uh, expressing how their Dwayne Wayne left. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's because something we also talked about last night. When you went to college, what were the relationship expectations foisted upon you? Um find your mate, make sure he's equally yoked, yada, yada, find him in college. That was that was a big one. Find him in college? Yeah. That's so interesting. Right, not find yourself. What did they tell your brother? Find yourself, <laughs> have fun, <laughs> live your life, you know? Experience life, basically. That's what they told me. Experience life, have fun, mm-hmm. get your education, learn. Right. learn. Mm-hmm. And then go be a man. <laughs> go right. off and be a man. Right. Um, and it's interesting. It, I find that this moment, this video we played just now, is an interesting uh, uh, visual depiction of how those faulty expectations meet each other. Because mm-hmm. I don't think, not I don't think, I do think, I think in the real world, if someone's not ready to marry you, they propose to you and you break up, I don't know if you go back. I don't know if that said individual then is allowed to crash a wedding and, and make sure you don't marry another man. I don't know if that I don't know if that works. Right. Hmm. Oh, that means we lost all the comments on Instagram, didn't we? Yeah. You remember any? <laughs> <laughs> not for real. Okay. Well, um, some of them they were saying that um you'd be walking paradox if you were just around here 
hanging out with white people, I guess. Uh, but I am a walking paradox. Are you? Yes. Aren't we all? Aren't we all hypocritical? Wait, are we? We not? We not all hypocritical? Maybe. I mean, I? maybe we are, but wait, what? And what? I mean, okay, so like there is the, there is a very literal sense of like I have a moral, but sometimes I bend that moral for my own security, comfort, safety, whatever the fuck I want. Right. So if it's like, I'll, I'll put it this way: even the most, even the most devout workout people have cheat days. Hmm, like I feel like there are we all care for the environment but walk around with iPhones we all disagree with the system of marketing but want to get and give diamonds we all want to be free and independent but then go to work for 40 hours a week. We all love good music, but for some reason that Britney Spears song won't won't get out get out the rotation. I love blackness, but also love Mediterranean food now. That shit was delicious. You mean I can only eat at the at the black owned spaces? That means if, if you catch me at the Chick-fil-A, does that mean I'm homophobic? If I drive an Audi, does that make me anti-Semitic? You're not saying nothing right now. You're not saying a word. <laughs> any, any, you could have answered in this. Any question, any, it, it don't matter. I like. I don't know. I don't. I feel like some of those weren't really paradoxes or like paradoxical. <laughs> that doesn't make you a hypocrite to do some of those things. Like. I don't know, certain things are unavoidable, especially with the fact that we live in such a capitalistic society. Like, I don't know. You remember the good place? Yeah. You remember the dude who almost got it right? Yeah. You, do you remember his lifestyle? He was like living off of radishes that he had uh, uh, gathered without being too disruptive to nature and was and had, what did he do like? He walked a baby bird with a broken wing to the veterinarian 30 miles away. Yeah. Cause he wanted to save on fossil fuel and add to the environment. And was careful not to step on too many plants. Like I feel like there is a way to live a non hypocritical life. Right. So But we choose not to. Not everybody. Like you said, there's a way to live a non hypocritical life. So I mean, I, but the people that I just, those people, those are extremes. We okay. look at them as extremists. Okay. We look at Amish people like they weird. Like they out, like they're outside of society when they've created another society. Okay. Hmm. I thought we all knew we was hypocrites. We not all hypocrites? Guess not. Hmm. What's up? Oh, I can't see the. Let's see. Damn. I'm trying to see the the chat. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I can't see the full comments, but yeah. Okay, we gotta figure something out. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, well, that's the show. <laughs> um, we want to thank y'all for listening to another episode of Awake and Bake with B. Mo. We'll be right back on Thursday with more, uh, you know, new blueprints. We're going to continue this conversation. Um, I feel like I want to continue this conversation about Whitley and Dwayne, but if not, we'll come back with some more topics on the situation. You can always catch the instant replay on Twitter, on YouTube for the whole situation. Looks like we lost Instagram for the day. Got to figure out that when we get to tech rehearsal, but we want to thank y'all for watching another episode. We'll see y'all on Thursday. We're going to leave you with the best of me from the brand new Alton Delete 2 album. Maybe we'll come back on Thursday with a full review of the album, but in in either case, watch this video. We'll see y'all on Thursday. Good morning. This sounds terrible. We have our biggest show in three days, and you still don't have it down. Paige, come on. I mean, I took like three weeks to learn this tambourine, and honestly, you're the one who's always late to band practice. Um, I think we're all just hungry. Like, yeah, just be cool, man. I might have been a little flat. Mercury's in retrograde and I need to protect my peace. I'm out of here. Wait, what? What does that even mean? Wait. Hey, one of y'all musty. What's that smell? I know you better open this garage door. God damn. <laughs> huh. Yeah. Check your energy.